Hello and welcome to another episode of Chamber Files, the podcast for the Des Moines Downtown Chamber of Commerce, the ACCE Chamber of the Year. The year is irrelevant because we're always the Chamber of the Year, the best chamber in the universe. Chamber Files, that's about with a PH, like physics and photosynthesis, both highly scientific terms, which is why I'm pleased to introduce our guest, Emily Richardson, the Director of Marketing and Public Relations, that's a mouthful, at the Science Center of Iowa and Blank IMAX Dome Theater. Does that all have to be said in a mouthful, or can we just call it the Science Center for the podcast? You can call it the Science Center. Perfect. Now, <laughs> Emily, you are a passionate person when it comes to all things related to science, the Science Center. But let's start with why. Why do you care so much? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, I have always been a huge nerd. Mm -hmm. Both of my parents were educators. And so I've had that drilled into me from a very young age. When I went to college, I didn't immediately go into a science field, but I was taking way more science classes than I needed to. And I found PR and marketing as a way that I could take this love of learning and excitement for sharing that passion and hopefully share it with other people and get more people excited about it. Very nice. Now, the Science Center has been around in Des Moines. In fact, last year you just celebrated your 50th anniversary. Is that right? That's right. Wow. So 1970 was when the Des Moines Center of Science and Industry was established. It was over in Greenwood Ashworth Park, right by the Art Center. Mm -hmm. The building is still there. A lot of people have fond memories of that. Um, but it's been really fun to be able to collect those memories and see how really generations of families in central Iowa and beyond have been impacted by the Science Center and mm -hmm. have formed those memories together and continued that in lifelong science learning. What are some of the ways that the Science Center has impacted and continues to impact these families in our community? There are so many different ways. The Science Center is established and one of our key philosophies is this idea of aha moments. So we are an informal science education facility where we're not going to come in and sit you down for a, a, a lecture and teach you the physics and the physiology and all those pHs that you mentioned earlier, not like in a classroom at least. So we have different exhibits where you can learn yourself and actually you learn a lot through playing. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting there and you're experiencing the exhibit, you're getting your hands on something and you might not realize it right away. You might be a few days later, a few weeks later, something clicks in your head and you realize, wow, I never realized that that's how that worked. So those are the moments that we try to inspire and have been trying to inspire for over 50 years. We've had so many fun exhibits that people remember. There's our, our classic exhibits that we have permanently in our building, as well as the traveling exhibits that people know and love. Every time I talk to someone, they have one or two m memories of either a dinosaur exhibit or a Titanic exhibit or a Body Worlds or something. Those really stand out. Um, we also have incredible programs, both education for uh, young and old, and um, just so many ways that we are bringing science both within our building and around the state. Now, you just mentioned the words young and old. Now, um, a lot of people may be familiar with the Science Center as a place to take their kids the same way I take my dog to a dog park, like let them run around so they sleep and leave me alone. But what are some ways that the not just children running around experiencing science and the beauty of it uh, impacted by the Science Center, someone say my age or you know uh, someone older. Yeah, 
Um, so there are multiple ways. I think one thing that's been really cool, actually, over the last year or so since COVID, actually, we have seen more um, more unique groups come in. It's not just those families. We've seen more teenagers on dates or mm-hmm. empty nesters who are coming in just themselves without kids and to see what they can experience and learn and see in the exhibits. We also have had really great success with our Mixology Night program, which currently is on hold, but has been a wonderful way to engage those people with a little bit of uh, alcohol on a Friday night. So it's um, a Mixology Night. I know you it's, it's on hold right now, but just for the person listening who had no idea the Science Center didn't, did fun stuff that involved alcohol, what was that? Yeah, so um, it was a monthly event where we would pick a science topic and bring in a researcher or feature someone from the Science Center staff to do some fun programming on that topic. We'd also have live music, the exhibits would be open, and there would be adult beverages too. Very nice. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. Um, So many fun topics and hundreds of people would come out on those Friday nights. It was awesome to see. Very cool. And now the IMAX is not just, you know, documentaries and stuff. You pay like famous movies. I know like I've seen like Batman and Star Wars and stuff like that. So but you're saying people aren't just coming for the dates to watch a movie at IMAX. They're actually coming on a date, walking through, taking in the exhibits and experiencing the Science Center on a date, maybe prior to the movie or something else of that nature. But that's really cool. Yeah, it's neat. That's not just your standard dinner in a movie. It's getting to like explore something together. Right. And then you can really weed out the dumb ones, right? Like you're on <laughs> yeah. a date and you're like, wow, this person doesn't know this simple scientific fact. Cut. Move. Swipe <laughs> left. I get it. Perfect. Uh what are some of the ways that the Science Center you feel... Actually, you know, let me ask you a more general question outside of the Science Center. Why is science important? Science is so important. Science, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, STEM, are really woven into every parts of our life. So you don't have to be someone who wants to be a scientist when you grow up in order to care about science. And we've really seen that reflected over the last year. Uh, we keep saying and coming back to this term that science is essential. There have been so many things that have been incredible to highlight in the scientific community over the last year, whether it's the, the doctors and researchers who are learning about this novel virus and how we can stay safe mm-hmm. to the people who are running the numbers to try to tell us what's actually happening in our communities to now the 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 medical professionals who are creating a vaccine and distributing it and everything that takes to go into that. The science behind all of it is just incredible. And we've seen this really a global community of scientists come together to solve this problem. So, of course, the Science Center of Iowa is not the people who are solving this problem and creating this vaccine. But our goal is to create a an engaged and inspired public and a future generation who are going to solve whatever the next big problems in our world are. Yeah, and for lack of a better term, just you want people to believe science is real, right? It's so important to just understand, have a base knowledge, mm-hmm. and to trust those people who are telling us the information, people who are looking out for the, the best interests of our communities and who have are really, really smart. I mean, that's the cool thing is I just love learning from smart people. And the more we can get those smart people in front of the public, I think the better off we're all going to be. Now, before we get into some of the ways that people can find out more information about the Science Center, let me ask you, a, as a listener right now, if I said, you know what, I'm inspired by Emily. I love this idea about the Science Center and how it's impacting the community. I want to get involved outside of just a donation, which is always great, or going in there for Mixology Night or spending some money buying a ticket to run through the exhibits or watch a movie or do something else. What are some of the other ways that people in the community can support the Science Center of Iowa and get more engaged? Great question. 
the first thing that comes to mind for me with that is volunteering. Okay. We are always looking for volunteers and we have a fantastic group of volunteers currently, but we always would take more people, people either who are willing to come in and help us in the exhibits while we're open to the public, mm -hmm. um, engaging. We can teach you a fun little science experiment that you can do with people in five or 10 minutes. Or if you have special interests and skills, we have lots of opportunities for people to come in and help in those areas too. Like example? So exhibits work could be one thing. Mm -hmm. um, something that doesn't sound super exciting to me, but data entry mm -hmm. is a huge part of making a, a nonprofit organization run. And just we're always looking for ways to partner and connect to to amplify what we're doing and to reach new audiences. So whether that's um, different different audiences within our community in our state, we are the Science Center of Iowa, not the Science Center just of Des Moines. So we're always looking for ways to to bring this experience out into those communities. Talk to me about that. And on the educational side, the outreach aspect of it, not just within the walls of your building, but what is some of the outreach and educational things you do? There, that's, a, that's such a great point because when people think of the Science Center of Iowa, I think they often think about the building that we have downtown, right. which is you know, it's the core of what we do. It's the foundation. But there is so much that we do that reaches out across the state. In a normal year, we have an outreach program that we load up a van full of science experiments and go out to schools and communities around the state, do classroom and assembly presentations and, you know, explode hydrogen balloons uh -huh. and all those great classic science experiments. But one thing I think a lot of people don't realize is that we really are a partner with formal education. So I mentioned that we're an informal education institution, but we understand the very, very important relationship with supporting formal education in the work that's being done in classrooms. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, a team and a director of innovative STEM teaching who actually has developed in conjunction with the governor's STEM scale-up program, okay. a few programs that we provide to educators across the state that include not only materials, but also training and professional development. And we have um, about two, 300 educators that we reach every single summer and provide this ongoing resource that they can take into their classrooms to continue that excitement and engagement across the state. Very nice. On a lighter note, uh, what's your favorite branch of science and uh, why? Ooh, um, I'm a huge space geek. I love astronomy. Mm -hmm. I'm actually... Fun fact, Sid, I don't know if you knew, I am a NASA Solar System ambassador. Whoa, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm a, Do you get first dibs on uh, when, the aliens when come. they find the new Earth <laughs> to repopulate it and you get to be on the first craft? What's this mean? So it's actually, I, I had to apply and I was selected by NASA, but I, I get updates and training on different missions that are going on in the NASA world and um, space exploration. So I get to be on the front leading edge of all of that and then take that and communicate it out into the public. I'm a huge space geek. Uh, we have a Mars landing coming up in Ooh. February that I'm really excited about. Talk to me about this. That sounds something like I would be into. What's, uh, what's the Science Center doing for this Mars landing? So Perseverance is the name of the rover. It lands on February 18th on the Red Planet. This is the first landing we've had in many, many years, so it's really exciting. Mm -hmm. But we actually have some different programs that we have coming up. The planetarium at the Science Center is right. one of my favorite things. Absolutely. So the planetarium shows we have going every single day we're open, but we're doing some extra stuff about Mars leading up to that. Right. Um, one of the exhibits that people might recognize is our egg drop. Okay. So it's called Land It Lightly, but there's a lot of similarities between how you might land an egg lightly without cracking it and how you might land a rover without breaking it on yeah. a planet. So we're going to be doing some tie-ins with that as well. Very cool. Now, how would people 
find out about the Science Center, uh, everything you guys do, figure out you have a calendar, a website. Let's talk about that. Yep, we have a really robust website. There's really so much going on at the Science Center, so you can just dig and dig and dig around on our website at sciowa.org. We also have a very active social media where we're sharing not only what's going on at the Science Center, but some of those cool things that are happening in the science community at large. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where I'll be sharing all of my geeky news stories for you. And there's also a membership option, right? Not just the one-off tickets on the day you show up. But what's uh, what is what can somebody do? Just buy a pass for a year? Yeah. Okay. Uh, membership is an awesome opportunity. You can get a one-year family membership for just around a hundred dollars, and that includes all the members in your family. It gets you in to the science center every day. You get discounts on a variety of things, but also. We are part of the Association for Science and Technology Centers. Ooh. So as a science museum, for as a science center member, you get free or discounted admission to more than 200 science centers around the world. Very nice. So I guess in closing, I'd like to say if you would like to volunteer and help out at the Science Center, they're always looking for people to help out. So check that out on the website, and there's a way to contact them there. If you are a company that would like to sponsor the Science Center or feel that you want to... Uh, find ways to benefit the community by promoting science and STEM and everything else, please contact the Science Center and their uh, giving options there. Uh, if you're an individual that likes science or don't know you like science and think maybe you would, visit the Science Center, check out the exhibits. If you want to go more often, get yourself a membership. If you are a person who is trying to not date a dumb person, take them on a date to the Science Center and ask him very leading questions into their scientific knowledge and realize if this is even someone you want to spend time with. I mean, this is... Exactly. This, this is great. <laughs> uh, or just go watch a movie, check the planetarium out, find out about the Mars landing. This is cool stuff. I don't know what else to say other than just go visit the Science Center. It'll blow your mind like science is supposed to do. Take it all in. Emily, you've been a wonderful guest. I thank you so much for being here today. Your passion for the Science Center of Iowa as well as science in general and just our community is, uh, you know, it's breathtaking and it's really great to watch. So I uh, appreciate you being here. Any closing thoughts? Thanks for having me. I mean, just science is essential and everything that we can do to come back to science, to recognize science and to learn more. I think anything we can do to keep learning is going to benefit us all. There you go. And if you're one of those people that says global warming isn't real because it's cold outside, you need to visit the Science Center and learn a few things. Thanks a lot for listening. Thank you, Emily, for being here. Thank you. Callie, you've been a great producer as always. If you're interested in recording your own podcast, you can do so here at the Des Moines Radio Group. You get a producer, a studio. It's conveniently located across the Sculpture Garden. It's an awesome setup, so you don't have to do it in your mom's basement with a USB mic. It's pretty cool. So check out their website and contact them for more details. Thank you for listening. This has been The Chamber Files. We're going to go science right now. So thank you. Thank you.